Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. Good morning and welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Jeff Lagerman along with, uh, we have, well, everybody. Everybody. Everybody's here. Kind of, kind of surprising myself. Uh, Favor, good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Waltz, morning, Kirk. Uh-huh. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Big Bill's in studio as well. If we have any technical issues whatsoever, Big Bill can handle it. Yep. He's the, uh, the, the designer, the creator, the everything of HuntLife.com, and of course, our producer behind the controls, Mr. Chris, Mr. the bald Chris. guy. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Chris. Just, you were, we were this close to not having me this morning. That just, I, you know, I thought, I th- you know, I'll just call and take the day off. You, you know, know what? And I knew it, you were thinking about it. <laughs> oh, and I, I was going to remind you. I, because, and I, because of the weather. Oh, I told I, I my mean, wife, I said, yeah. I said, well, Jeff's got to call a football game. Right. So, so he might just, just bow out and say, look, I, oh, no, no. I got to take a break. You know, I'm going to take a break. No, I, no, no, no. I First week of November, though, don't count on seeing me. No, no, no. I, I'm Absolutely. going to Kentucky to uh, Halloween for nine days. I know. Favor's so. going to be all alone. But no, I, oh, oh, I was oh. sitting there. You know, okay, the reason, <laughs> reason I was thinking that that I may get a call from Kevin. Right. Today is uh, opening day of bow season. Mm-hmm. In, in Georgia. In Georgia. Mm-hmm. And the weather's been beautiful. It's been really <laughs> it's pretty. Been, yeah. I was up there uh, the last couple days, and, and I figured that Kevin would go, you know what? Ah, it's gonna be 55 degrees on opening day of bow season, which is you know one of the earliest bow seasons in the country. Right. Yep. I said so he's gonna try to get it, and I'm gonna tell him there ain't no way. <laughs> because, right in Indiana, yeah, Kansas, yeah. And, and where else? Uh, Indiana, Kansas, and Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Georgia, a whole bunch. Yeah. I was gonna say you're crazy. <laughs> I, I, was I don't thinking know. I may get the call because that weather up there is absolutely but, but beautiful. Can, can I? Go can ahead. I, can I be honest? Yeah, please. Why the call didn't come? Because Colt's taking his archery uh, class today. Hunter Ed. Oh, his safety safety, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, so. I'm glad you brought that up because you know what? Yesterday, I, I utilized something yesterday that I don't think I would have if I had not gotten my hunter safety archery certificate. Right. Right. You know, because it's part, part of the archery safety class. That that we all three of us took mm-hmm. with uh, Ricky Rowland, uh, Hunter Ed coordinator for the state of, of Florida. Right. We learned about tree stand safety, mm-hmm. and that was part of the the actual written test that we had to take online. I mean, it was that was a long test that yeah. you had to take online. Yeah. If you've taken the hunter's safety, it's and, and then taken the archery. Right. It's, it's totally different. The archery is more thorough. Oh, I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, it's definitely more comprehensive. Yeah. I mean, it was what six parts. It was long. Six yeah. or seven tests. Yeah, and was... every time I got finished with the test, I was going, oh, I'm done. And I'm, no. they go, you got one more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. All right, here, here's a question for you guys. Do you remember uh, about the tree stand thing, about the lineman's belt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember that? It's, yeah. it's, it's the belt that goes around your waist. Right. And then you take a rope around the tree. Yeah, you get one with your hunter's safety vest. Okay. Right. 
And what you can do is when you're like climbing some lock-on steps, you can keep your hands free because mm-hmm. right. you don't need to hold on to something because mm-hmm. the lineman belt holds you to the tree. Mm-hmm. I I had a lineman's belt for years. I thought it was just a safety belt. Right. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Didn't you before the I Did Jeff, I'll classes? be very honest with you. I did not. You didn't know either? No. Did I you didn't. ever know what a what a lineman's belt is? Only reason I knew that is because I I had a, you know a couple pole climbers in my family. Ah, okay. So I well I I mean I I knew what a lineman's belt was just simply because we used to clean palm trees and stuff. Okay, right. right. But I didn't know that that's what that was in our in, like our hunter safety. Yeah, the best that we get mm-hmm. it comes with a lineman's belt. Right. Yeah. And I, you can hook it around yeah, each side I, of the vest. Yep. I didn't know. I didn't know either. I, okay, honestly, well, I didn't. I, I took that class. Right. And so uh, yesterday, I was hanging my my uh, lock-on stand, mm-hmm. the Millennium M100. Mm-hmm. Boy, is it. By yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I Lyman's belt around the tree, you know, putting the steps on. Yep. Man, it was safe. Yeah. I never worried ever. And... Uh, and I, I would not have known that. Did you use my tip about how, how to keep it up in the tree without having to carry it? Dude, have you ever seen how the Millenniums hook up? N- no. Oh, you actually, you don't have to hold the stand right up and then and then, and then then get a strap the or wrap, a chain wrap, around. Yep. They actually have a buckle mm-hmm. uh, on a chain. Okay. Yeah. So imagine like a, like a cowboy belt. You got a big yep. buckle and then you got the leather thing. So anyway, you, you you hook this buckle on the tree with a chain, yeah, and then you get it fairly tight, and then you flip the buckle, and then it just it, slides on. It slides into that. Wow! Right. The, so your seat and everything just wow. slides right into that. It's got like a it's a it's like a a male end on the right. on the actual stand, but the, the buckle's got the female. Huh. <clears throat> but the weight of the stand's still about twenty seven pounds, isn't it? Maybe more. No, 30, 30. no, those millennials no. are all aluminum. Because yeah, I no. know your your what your point was. My point was is we're that, not all built like you, Jeff. Well, no, I it, mean, it, but it, and, it, and not that Kevin are little and, and I, our little guys. I have been just like Jeff, just like you. I have been looking for a couple of years of easier ways to do a hang on. Right. Um. I mean, because you know, first off, I, I mean, I I don't like heights. Okay. No. And and so I'm I'm fifteen seventeen foot guy. Right. You know and. Even then, that, that's you know, why you, I, I used to be like thirty. Yeah, you yeah, remember, you remember yeah. when I was in Fargo? Man. Yeah, oh, you probably yeah, saw, you get up under you those pine saw, trees. Yeah, that was and crazy. I go, you got to be kidding! Oh yeah, me. I, I, and I, I just when I when I used to climb those pine trees with the climbers, and we all had gunslinger climbers. Yes, that's locally made. I'd get way up, and I mean, I'd have Kirk. You'd hunt the trees that I've been in for my climber. Oh, and I be, was, people would be looking up, seeing where the bark was chipped off from the teeth of the climber, yeah. and they're going, "Dude, did you climb that high?" And I said, yeah. And I remember when the winds would blow, I'd reach over and touch the other trees that were, uh-uh. you know, 12 feet no, away. See, I'd be throwing up. But I can't do see, that. See, and he was, anymore. he was climbing the seed pines and yeah. his clear cuts. And I'd look up there right. and I'd go, my God, he's gone all the way up to the top of the canopy. Right. And but I'm thinking, that's crazy. Going back to my tip real quick. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I, I read this in, in, in Field Stream because you know me, I, I read all the magazines. And it's a good tip. It, 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 there's two things. I have fall guys. On, on my tree stands, mm-hmm. which if you if you're watching a lot of TV shows now, I, I've had these for two years. They were never advertised. I never even heard anybody talk about them. Same they're now, they're being advertised now, but the fall guys, uh, one one way of of getting a, a hang on stand up is when you put your when you put your your steps up the tree, put your fall guy up, and what it is is just a retractable seatbelt that mm-hmm. goes down to the ground, and you hook it up to your hunter safety vest, and you go up the tree with it. Well, if you put it up there before you put your hang on stand up there. 
you just clip it onto your hang-on stand and pull it up. Right. And, and your hang-on stand's just hanging there and you just simply strap it down. I mean, it's, it, but if you don't have a, if you don't have that, the, the cool one was it, it the, um, the field and stream tip was you go up there and, and the little, little bow, bow hangers. Yeah. yeah. The little bow hangers, you, you, when you get up the steps, you screw in that bow hanger just a little bit above where you would put the hang-on stand. The hang-on stand has a little tiny piece of rope mm-hmm. on the very top of it. You, 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 you can, Lift the rope around the little the, the your your bow hanger, pull it up, and then hang it on that bow hanger. Yeah, it's got to be like a like a screw and step kind of hanger. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, it can't be like a hanger that's like two no no feet. no 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 no. Yeah. It's, it's it's basically a step. Yeah, right. but but you can hang it on, and that way it's it's sitting because <laughs> being not I guess the you know not very smart sometimes we always had two people mm-hmm, hanging. Yeah. I had a an extended ladder, mm-hmm. and then we had a guy on, on the steps, an extended ladder. I would get on an extended ladder and take it oh, up yeah. and hold it, and the guy on the steps would strap it in. But then when we started using the fall guy thing, that was just simple. Well, and, and it raises the same issue that both of you guys are presenting. It, it's all about safety, Absolutely. Folks. It's all about being safe. You know, don't don't ever go and put a stand-up without putting on a harness. Yeah. Just like you were going to go sit in it, you know, be prepared for a fall well, because people get hurt, people get killed. During, during the season oh, because yeah. they're and, not wearing a harness. And Jeff, of them. I remember yeah. when we first started hunting together, you know, we used, we basically used the, the strap system, yeah. but we'd put it around our waist shoulders. or around our chest, remember? <laughs> we did. And, 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 and felt and, safe. And you felt safe. Yeah. And, and then I remember one day going in the yard and trying that in a pine tree across the street, and I was like, that's going to really hurt. Uh-huh. If I fall, I weigh 200 pounds. I'm, I'm going to fall. It's going to yeah. hurt, you know? And so... When hey. the hunter safety systems came out, I remember we went to that, that well, I want yeah. to, to the outdoor show. That's uh, not the yeah. most comfortable thing. Well, there's uh, the the TMA. They used to they they come out now to where they package all of the full body fall restraint systems are now packaged. Yeah, right. In with all stands from the yeah. Tree Stand Manufacturers Association, and boy, I mean they're they've come a long way. And they if, really have. You know, Kirk, you talk about you tested some of the old ones, the ones that used to go around the waist or you know around your chest and stuff. And we part of that archery thing, we yes. had to we had to hang yeah from a full body system, and even hanging from the full body, that was kind of difficult. It was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable down between the legs. Yeah, the yonis. <clears throat> Well, the Yonis are going to get hurt. Well, I, you know, it's so funny because now I, when I see that commercial, the hunter mm-hmm. safety commercial, you know, and the guy, the, the stand falls out from underneath him and, yep. he, and he gets caught, I, I'm like, oh, that, you know, yeah. oh, that's going to hurt. Feels like. Because oh, yeah. I, I know that, that it's oh. not as comfortable as what he's portraying it to be. No, and the, and the, the other the other thing about the, the safety system is, that, Kevin, you talk about the fall guy. Mm-hmm. There's also those, uh, and I don't know what they're called, they're the... Ropes that that you can slide the knot. Lifelines. Lifelines. Yeah, I got I got two of those. Yeah, and those are fantastic too. Yeah. And and reason what do you we're call talking. It, talk, we call that a cassaic knot on there. The the knot that's on. I don't there. know what the knot is on it, but it's pretty neat. I got I got two of them from Hunter Safety. Yeah, lifelines. Yeah, lifelines. Those are neat. Yeah, they're I, great. I like those. Yeah, you know, those are perfect for hanging stands. They're perfect mm-hmm. for hanging stands. Um, and and the other thing that I like is is whenever I I have um. Especially my gunslingers now. I wear. You find out what kind of knot that is on the lifeline. We're just. Curious. I wear. I wear a safety harness with with my gunslingers now, and they're great for that. Mm-hmm. They're they're you know because you can you can climb up and you just ease the knot up, climb up and ease the knot up. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's uh 
it, the, the, the cool thing about that, Jeff, is it's, it's foolproof. I have had a time or two when the fall guys are going up and, and it won't continue to, to, to pull, to pull, to go in, to retract up. Yeah. Yeah. Seatbelt yeah. going, go yeah. in. You know, so, so you're standing there. Now, now you got one hand, you know what I mean? And you're yeah, trying to get it to good. go up. No, it ain't good. Um, and it's only happened to me a couple of times. I mean, I, I still like the product, but it has happened to me. Yeah. With, with the rope, it's foolproof. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Just yeah. sliding on. Yeah. Well, I remember we went to that Buck Expo downtown at the Prime Osborne Center here in Jacksonville, Florida, and they had the hunter safety systems vest. Mm-hmm. And I had already bought one. I remember I bought one because I saw it on TV, and I called the 800 number, and I ordered two. I ordered one for Kyle and one for me. And when I got them, it was so easy to put on. It's like a vest, and then it had the buckles. Oh, like yeah. A, a car. Yeah, like seatbelt buckles. Yeah. yeah, and it just pop, 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 and four of them When's on. When's the last time you bought one? Oh shoot! I've had so many people give them to me. I've got five of them. I mean, do you have you had one lately? I mean, they're 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 totally, nice. They're they're different, man. Well, they the buckles slim, and everything. Yeah. They slim way down, yeah, and they've yeah. gotten a lot, you know, because down. Here, <laughs> I got some of the old ones, man. Down in the south, <laughs> it's hot. like it's like wearing a flask jacket or something. <laughs> it's so heavy. It's like a weighted vest. Yeah, it's, it's like heavy. somebody can shoot you. Yeah. And you. <laughs> but I, I, I don't use them anymore. Yeah, I, you I use I use a harness. I just use the. You know the, the 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 tangled mess that comes in the bag. I do yeah. the same thing. You yeah. know that takes forever to try to figure out. Okay, which leg goes and yep. what hole and arm goes where. I like those better. Yeah, well, I do um, too. Once you figure out how to use them, yeah, they're easy. They're easy. Well, I can the, even do mine in the dark. The now. whole thing, Hunter, Hunter. Again, I know we keep talking. Hunter Safety has that now, and I just ordered two of them. One for me and yeah, one for they my have wife. Yeah, the thin thing on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just you know you can actually wear it underneath your clothes. Yeah, and that's a nice yep. feature. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> I'm not putting that on underneath my hunt clothes. Yeah, I don't want to get a rash or anything. <laughs> a rash? <laughs> we call them the rash. I'm on the outside. All right, you're listening to the Life Outdoor Show. We come back. Uh, got a pretty funny story about uh, yellow jackets. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right here on the Life Outdoor Show. Where are you running? <laughs> You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. What they wear speaks volumes as to who they are and where they stand on a number of things, from their favorite team or the place they like to eat to what they really believe in. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. When you see someone wearing a Hunt Life shirt or hat, you'll know some things about them right away. You'll know they're passionate about the outdoors. You'll know they invest time and energy and funds into preserving and protecting wildlife because they care about it. You'll know that they enjoy sharing the hunting experience with everyone they can. And you'll know that for them, hunting isn't a hobby. It's a way of life. If you're a hunter, it's time you told the world what kind of person you are. Visit HuntLife.com and browse the hunt shop for hats and shirts and decals and more. And while you're there, become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And you'll connect with a world of people who share your feelings about hunting. Take aim with Hunt Life. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new breakup infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup infinity from Mossy Oak, it's not a passion, it's an obsession. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs had surgery after surgery and what's going to happen next 
the Wounded Warrior Project said, look brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Uh, the uh, knot we were talking about for the, uh, what's that thing Lifeline. called? Lifeline. Lifeline. What is it called again, Big Bill? You, you... Go ahead. It's, it's called a prussic knot. Prussic, prussic knot. knot. Prussic yeah. Knot. And okay. the act of going up a rope with it is called prussicking. Prussicking. So you can actually make your own act, you know, if you wanted to. You could use the... Uh, sure. Uh, a, I guess you could say you could tie that line into right. your tree strap, and then it's always there, and then use a prussic knot and build your... Yes, Chris? Uh, how would you spell prussic knot if one were to do, like, an Internet search P for said knot? P-R-U-S-I-K. Prussic. P-R-U-S-I-K. That wasn't how the, I was going to spell it, so <laughs> good, I'm glad I asked. And it's really a simple piece of, of, of rope, probably uh, 10 inches long, doubled, all right? And then you tie a knot in it, like a loop. And then what you do is you thread that loop around the rope. Kirk, that, this is radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, but, he's showing us how to tie this knot. That's, yeah, why, but, that's why Chris asked for the spelling. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know look that. Look it up on the internet. But when you look at it, the simplicity of it is is just ridiculous, but the, the effectiveness of it is awesome because as you pull on the loop, once it's been looped around the rope they're using as a guy line, here, here's and you pull, pull it tight, it actually snugs up and it stops moving. Big Bill, there's yes. a website called uh, animatedknots.com, right? Yes. Right. Okay. In our resource page. What, what we'll do, Chris, is our Facebooker. Chris will put up a link to Animated Knots and the uh, Prussic Knot. Oh. So okay. that way our listeners can go. go to the Facebook page. Just search Hunt Life on Facebook. Chris, you want to do this part? Uh, yeah, I can do that. You're the Facebook or the group here. Go ahead. That's fine. Oh, you want me to do yeah, it? The floor is yours. Right now? Yeah. Okay, we'll just go to Facebook and do a search for Hunt Life. Done. How about Thank that? Thank you. Oh. Thanks for clearing that yeah. up, Chris. Yeah. Hey, that was, man. Boy, that was tough. That's effective <laughs> radio Hunt manager one, there. One word or two words? Uh, two words, but huh? it, but really, as soon as you type like H-U-N, then uh-huh. you're going to see the Hunt Life logo pop up, and, uh, mm. and you'll be able to go right there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. How about that for resource, folks? All right, so Yellow Jacket story? Yeah, Yellow Jacket story. Yeah, Give it to us. So you're in the woods doing what? Uh, Getting well, ready. A couple weeks ago, well, turning food plots. Yep. And uh, my neighbor was uh, nice enough to let me borrow his big set of hairs, like 12 foot wide. He's he's a, he's a farmer. That's what he does. Those are huge. Big. Yeah, you know, are... and he's and he's got the, uh, the old John Deere with the enclosed cab. Oh, yeah. Air conditioning. <laughs> oh, so you borrowed the tractor, too? Yeah, he let me borrow both because my mine's just not it's not strong enough to pull a set of twelve set of hair, uh, twelve foot hairs. I mean they're right. huge and he's got weights on it. You know, you one pass and you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, and we're That's sitting cool. there driving around our little tractors. You know, <laughs> and, you know, going over it ten times to oh, try yeah. to accomplish the same thing what his does and once. So I'd done that a couple weeks ago. Right. Right. You know, let it sit. You come back again. You turn it one more time, and then after the second time, typically it's about done. So I had. Uh, I had done the uh, the first turn a couple weeks ago, and 
unfortunately, where we live at, and like a lot of people in agriculture areas, you have people that have the fertilizer that, you know, after you pull your soil test, you can send them the results, and mm-hmm. then they put a blend together that meets your soil requirements. Mm-hmm. So I had the guys deliver the fertilizer this week, and now we're all praying for rain. Uh, and so while the guy was spreading the fertilizer in a big spreader truck, he was in one food plot, and, and when he got done with one of them, he flagged me down. And he said, hey, uh, you, you got a yellow jacket nest in the ground of that food plot down there. That's nasty. Ooh. Right. I've never seen one. I have. They are I nasty, have. brother. Oh, I, I mean, I've seen yellow jackets, but I've never seen the nest in the ground. Oh, dude, it's a, it's a hole you could as big as you could you could take your whole fist. Yeah. And stick it in the opening in the ground. That's it's scary how many bees will come out of uh-huh. that hole. And, and, and right now it's not like you can light a match. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> It's dry. Yeah. And so the the guy told me he said, look, he said I was down there turning around in that field, and he said right there where you have to turn around. With a tractor or with this this big spreader truck he's driving, he said he had his window down and he was you know kind of shimmying around to get turned around, and all of a sudden he saw things flying. And he looked down and saw the hole, mm. and they were all coming out now because they were angry. E. He rolled his window up real quick, you know. So, yeah. So he he was okay. Well, I'm going to turn these food plots later in the day with a with a an enclosed cab tractor, so I would have been okay. Mm-hmm. Use a smoke bomb. But we plant. With an open cab track. Sure you do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right there where you'd be turning around. Right there where you'd be. You'd be turning around. You'd be turning that thing around. Can you imagine? (laughs) You'd be running if you don't care. (laughs) Can you imagine what that would have felt like if we went to run the the, the seed drill? So what what, what did you do? Well, (laughs) the first time... I grabbed a uh, a big can of wasp spray. Oh boy! Okay, and uh, <laughs> that's the stuff you can spray did from like ten feet did away. Did you do rock paper scissors yeah. with a dude who's going in? So, so I, 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 I here, here's the here's the funniest part. Yeah. Did you just say the first time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy, let's keep going. It's getting better. So I I walk through the woods, you know, because uh, hmm. I, I kind of want to look from an uphill vantage point. You know, to find this yellow jacket nest, and I get to, and Did I you had be suit on. No, and I had and I had a can, you know, that wasp spray, and it was almost full. At least uh-huh. I thought it was almost full. Oh, oh no, yeah. oh, it's getting better. Keep uh-huh. going. And you know, so I walk a couple hundred yards and mm. and uh, get close. And I and I see it. I said, "Ooh, look at that." Uh huh. And so I shot the can. No, you didn't. And I wasn't close enough. Uh huh. And, and so missed. then I took a couple steps forward. By the time I got forward enough to hit the hole, it went. Meow. Oh no! Oh, oh no. So, so so now you're. I got a little bit in, in a hole. gunfight with a knife. <laughs> right. Right. And they start coming. No, out. They dude, can't. I'm running through that food plot. I would have loved you know? to have seen that. And freshly turned food plot. You know, you sink like. You're not running very fast. Inches, right. you know? so it you're was like, like a slow, bad dream. You like slow motion. You're like, no, 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 no. So what Six million they dollar man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they come out of the hole and they are pissed. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, yeah. man. Fortunately, I got away quick enough and I said, you know, I did go to college. Let me think about this. Mm. What am I doing? <laughs> so I go back, got another can. Oh, we're going to try it again. Got in the truck. Uh-huh. There you four go. Four-wheel drive. There you go. Drove close to the hole. Roll the window down. Roll the window down. Kapooey, roll the it's window. It's an old can of wasp spray. It's just going, it's not going, yeah. uh-huh. not enough 
gas in it. Back up, get a little closer, <laughs> roll the window down just a touch. Right. It's, it's like, you know, it's it's like, you know, you really didn't have to pee, but you just figured you would. Right. You know, just barely going out. <laughs> Dribbling. That's great. So, That's so, then, <laughs> so then I had to pull right Now that we got the visual. Then yeah. I got right on top of the hole. And by then, you know, I'd gotten enough in there. They were starting to kind of go, oh, we don't feel so good. Right. Yeah, oh, so then man. I got on top of the hole, and it was, you know, by that point, it was just, you know, the dribble. Mm-hmm. You know, since I got enough in the hole, and then I finally, once everything kind of activity kind of died down, I covered it up with some dirt. And uh, so next time I'm going to go back and take a look and make sure that was enough to kill the nest. Oh, yeah. If not, then. Gonna... Send Schulte in. <laughs> <laughs> Send James. Oh, man. <laughs> but I'll never forget the first time I ever had an experience with yellow jackets. And uh, it was in uh, when I used to hunt with Mr. Bill up in Fargo. And we were working on this one particular deer stand. And we were running the bush hog rotary cutter uh, around a, a stand to kind of open it up along the edge of this lake. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working on putting the stand up across this. It's like an oxbow lake off of a creek. And Winston, who is uh, our local sheriff, he's on the rotary cutter. And all of a sudden, I see him. Jump off the tractor and sprint. And I'm like, what is he doing? (laughs) Tractor still moving or did he shut it (laughs) off? No, he got it neutral. Thank goodness. And uh, there goes the tractor. You know, and and, and And he's like this. I'm sorry, but that would be the scary part. Seriously. Oh, you're right. If you're you're mowing or Mm -hmm. if you've got a big set of harrows and all of a sudden you have bees, Mm -hmm. you know, you look like. You know, Tommy boy jumping mm-hmm. out windows or whatever, and, and, and you trip and fall, and the tractor's still going. Uh-huh. That's that's not good. Yeah, tractor's <sighs> not one of these things where you turn the key off and it just goes off. No. You know, you got to throttle the thing way down and, oh, the, put it in neutral. That's does not, yours have a kill switch on the seat? No. No, it's just got a beeper. Okay, because I, I know, like, like Roger's. He has a kill switch. He has a kill switch. Yeah, Dr. Bennett's got a kill switch. So, there, but so the uh, the sheriff wasn't particularly happy no. about that yellow jacket nest that he went over with the rotary color, cutter and they got him pretty good. Wow. He came back with a can of gas and a match <laughs> in in the evening time. I was going to say a Molotov cocktail or something. And you know? all you heard was woof. And that was it for the that yellow jacket nest. all over for the bees. But right now we're pretty dry. Mm. We're not going to be doing no. the woof thing. No. no, because it'll continue to go woof. Uh, it'll go woof. And yeah. then woof. You don't want to burn anything right now. It's, uh-uh. it's now where we so are, it's dry. Pretty dry. I mean, the Suwannee River, I went up to our piece of land, and we're in South Georgia on the Suwannee River, and the river's down five feet. Easy five <laughs> yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. You know, and do you, we think we got it bad, Texas. Yeah, Holy I know. Cow. They need a tropical storm in the worst way. Yeah, I wish that one that was... You know, going across Mexico, they would get some of that in yeah. Texas because that, yeah, that's amen. what they need. They yep, do absolutely. need it. You're listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Logman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. We'll be right back. As a hunter, we all know that perfect morning. You wake up early before the sun, you have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. 
You draw the bow back, praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we could share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com, because Hunt Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. And uh, during the week, go to the community page on HuntLife.com where you can uh, share stories and get information with others on the online community. And then also you can check out the store at HuntLife.com and get all the logo to pair that we have there at the website. And uh, yellow jackets are not fun. No. But fortunately, we're we're starting to see that first hint of fall, you know, and soon enough we're not going to have an issue with, with much of them. But, you know, in, in the south we get... You know, I guess you could say a combination of many critters, animals, insects that we have to deal with. We got the yellow jackets. Dude, look at my legs from dove hunting last week. Oh, my yeah, God, you eat got, up. You got the wasp nests and a lot of permanent stands, and those are always fun. Chiggers. Chiggers. Ticks. Ticks. Fire ants. Yeah. Banana spiders. Banana spiders. <laughs> Giant <laughs> banana and, spiders. And, and, and I I'm hate. So, I'm sorry, but it's... It, when you're going through the swamp in Florida or Georgia. Don't you hate that thing? Dude, this time of year, you know, you're going along. And in all the of dark. Sudden, yeah, and all of a sudden that whoo, hits you right in the face. Yeah. And you know that that, that that he's bigger than a oh, than a, than a half yeah. dollar. He's large. Yeah. You know, growing up in Pennsylvania, yeah. I never saw anything <laughs> like that. 
Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh, my. We're the yeah. first one I saw. We were, okay, uh, moving from Pennsylvania, we came down here to Florida, and we went to the zoo. And apparently they were having an issue with banana spiders at said zoo uh, during our visit. Now, this is the first time we've been anywhere in Jacksonville. <laughs> right. And there are those huge webs hanging across the trees under uh, right over our heads as we're walking through the zoo. And these spiders look like they're about six feet in diameter. <laughs> they're so big you think it's part of the display. I yeah. did. Oh, You're like, oh, my gosh. God, this thing got out of the cage. Yeah. So, so for, so for uh, our listeners, you know, in the Midwest, when you come down here, get ready because they're big. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we, we, we have a lot of critters, not to mention snakes yeah. of all kinds. Oh, know. yeah. You got cane breaks, pygmy rattlers, which are pygmies, yeah, little nasty little devils, uh, copperheads, uh, diamondbacks. Yeah, the uh, uh, moccasins, coral snakes. Coral snakes. Yeah, we get that from Georgia. <laughs> I know my mom's listening. She's going, uh, she hates snakes. Uh, with a pack. No, I, it, and know, then, you know, the, it the, ain't pretty. The, for our listeners in the Midwest, you know, they got, you know, a few snakes, mm-hmm. you know, but not like what we have. Right. I don't think they have fire ants like we do. But, God, those fire ants, ooh, Oh, buddy. they'll eat you up, buddy. And yeah. things, when they get on you, oh. Hey, nothing worse. Oh. What I hate is if, like, remember a couple of years ago when we had those hurricanes? We had four hurricanes come through. Mm-hmm. And you'd go down to the river where it did. was like in. 10 years ago, by the way. What, what 10 years ago? <laughs> Okay. And you'd see these big it's balls. You know, just the other day. Just the other yeah. day. You'd see, see these big balls <laughs> of ants. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Balls uh-huh. of fire yes. ants floating on top of the water. Yes. My like yard the, flooded. Yeah, and they like, were like the size of a grapefruit. And, and you're and, going, and, what is that? And you know what? They were mad. If they I'm, get on you, they were oh, mad. Yeah. You are in trouble, yeah. buddy. Yeah. And you'd bump into some of those? Yeah. That's oh, right. Oh, my gosh. And they, as soon as they touch anything hard. They all come unballed and they climb on it. And if yeah. it's your boot, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out. I mean, here they are floating in the water, uh-huh. right? Look, the, the guys on the bottom. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd think they'd be appreciative of having something to climb on, uh-uh. not climb on something and just bite the fire out no, of you. No, dude, they're mad. They are ticked. And usually, I think, like I said, I think it's the ones on the bottom of the pile oh, that are yeah. really mad. Yeah. You know? They're getting stood on. Yeah, they're getting all stood I know on. Is I'd walk yeah. down there and you'd see it and you go, "What is that?" And then you'd yeah. bump into it and you look down on your leg or something. You go, "Oh my God, look at those hands!" You all know? right. So, am I the only one going bow hunting this weekend? Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm the one doing the hunt life outdoor show you're, research. You're doing the research this weekend. Yeah. Well, Carrie and I and and Colt, we're all hunting this weekend. So it's uh, your wife family and kids. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, wife and kids, so it should uh, should be fun, man. We've we've done all of our homework. I mean, we've done all the practicing, you know. Now I I did, you know, I'm the only one who's got the the, the new bow. You know, I mean, I got a new bow two weeks ago, so I right. mean, I've been practicing. You got it dialed in yet? Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty amazing. I, the new PSE Evo, um, yeah, I got it. I got it dialed in. So I've been shooting mine. I've got mine dialed in. I'm yeah. I'm you know just. Just got to shoot something. Well, this is this will be Carrie's, my wife's first year of bow hunting. This will be the first time she's ever sat in a stand with a bow. Mm-hmm. So she's she what's is. Her, what's her uh, maximum allowable? Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two yards. Is it for her? Twenty two yards. She's she's shooting forty pounds. You know, and 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 I had her I had her practicing at twenty five just to make the twenty two mm-hmm. a, a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's deadly. I mean, at twenty five, I mean deadly. But I, you know, it just. Like I said, we we've got everything, you know, set at, at, at 22 yards. We've got all the trees marked at 22 yards. <laughs> so we we've done everything we can. 
Yeah. You know, to, to make it happen. But, you know, hunting's hunting. But I just want to go sit in a tree stand. Well, I, I, after doing a little outdoor show research the last couple of days, the one area that I would really focus in on right now, I mean, you know, early bow season for, for hunters across the country, boy, the soft mass. Yes. Is yeah. really the ticket. Yes, in, be, in water. You know, fruit trees or right. grapevines or, you know, whatever. You know, yeah. I saw some acorns falling. Yeah, there's a few acorns last, falling. Last week. Yeah, swamp oaks down in the south are starting to drop a little but, bit. But uh, in, in, in our area, Kevin, persimmon trees. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And there's there's a few of them that are dropping. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are dropping, buddy, you should see the deer tracks under them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, for like your plum bushes and all that, they're long gone. Mm-hmm. You know, where we are. Our mm-hmm. muscadines are gone. Yep. They're all dried up. Blackberries are done. Yeah. You know, so. The, the, uh, the, the things that are in the woods in, in our area right now that you concentrate on, crab apples, mm-hmm. persimmon. And then also American Beautyberry, right? Uh, which is like a purple. Know, yeah, they're it's purple. like an indigo bush. Yeah, I guess that that be Looks good a way lot to describe like that. it. You know, it's got the big purple berries, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the oval green leaves, the red stalks. But it's interesting that you know you walk through the woods, and you know when when I was up there yesterday, you know going around looking at different trees and stuff because you know that's what you always want to kind of focus in on. Right. There are you know one persimmon tree is dropping yeah. and the fruit is ripe mm-hmm. and then you go to another one ain't dropping still green yeah. yeah isn't that weird you know so man you want to hit the ones that are dropping and boy there's one i got we've oh, got man. big concentrations of them down there on the edge of the swamp and some of them will be loaded with fruit and then some of them have no fruit at all males yeah males exactly get the males and females yep. mm-hmm. you know but hope man the one tree that i got pollination i mean they're when they're on the ground you know, you get persimmons that are on the ground. Right. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. Real good. Mm-hmm. So I, I know we're, I've got a couple stands that uh, are going to be primo when I do bow hunt. Mm-hmm. That, uh, <clears throat> and I actually tried to find a place that had some water because we're right. that dry. Yeah. Right. And I, I went to put a, a stand in that lock on the Millennium I was talking about on this one picker water hole. And it's dry. And it's dry. Uh, I know, and it's almost scary dry. You're you're in, in a drought condition, not anything like Texas. I saw Texas on the Weather Channel this morning. They are minus 23 inches That's to 28 amazing. in Houston, <sighs> which is just terrible. And then you look at Harrisburg and the lower inches of uh, reaches of New Jersey and Pennsylvania, where they had in the last 40 days, Harrisburg had 28 inches of rain. Yeah, well, they had the, the I mean, combination of uh, tropical well, tropical storm Lee. And Irene. And then Hurricane Irene, Irene that went up through the Carolinas and all the way up the eastern seaboard. And Lee, if, if anything, I thought was going to hammer Georgia, and it just kind of skated the outside edges of it. Yeah, went up into it, Tennessee and then Yeah, northern Georgia up. got got some, some rain events out of that, and it, it was almost like it was just. Right. Throwing, throwing it all to the northeast. Yeah, we you know because we were we were up there last weekend dove hunting, and uh, you know there there was times when we got some squalls. Right. I mean some some true squalls. You know with the pine trees bending over and and the heavy rain. But I mean it was like ten twelve minutes. Yeah, just done. a little bit you, of rain. You know, yeah, and and you know oh. it just you know it, it just looked dark and nasty all the time. We just didn't get any rain out of it. Mm-hmm. I stayed glued to the radar, yeah. hoping our food pops. Yeah, because you put rain. your seat out. I put the seed out. And <laughs> what happened? Turkeys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, told, seed, what seed did you put out? We put uh, buck oats and oh, we yeah. had chicory. They, they love that stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you would have thought we were feeding the chickens, baby. <laughs> yeah. I walked to one food pot and I was like, 
it looked like four humans stood shoulder to shoulder and raked and that they, whole they food plot. Wipe it out. Too. Oh, oh yeah. Tear it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll scratch it up, tear it up, and psh, that's it. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They probably flew up right next to it. They didn't finish it the first day and then went back in it until he got it all. They're like, oh, look, these humans put out some nice seeds for us. Let's go yeah. to the next one. Oh, there's another one. Look at that. It's full <laughs> of seeds, too. Beautiful. Drive you nuts. Turkeys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. You, you love them in the spring. Yeah. The fall. You're, you're like, like, go away. What go are you away. Doing to my food plot. <laughs> Guys, go somewhere else. You're listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Logan, Kevin Favor, Kirk Waltz, Big Bill, Chris. The whole group is here, and we have to take a break, pay the bills. And uh, while we're in the break, check out huntlife.com. As a turkey hunter, we've all been there. You're on your eighth day of hunting the same gobbler, and every morning he's made you look silly. Your kids think you've lost your mind. Your wife's beginning to wonder if you're really turkey hunting. You keep telling yourself this morning will be different. Conditions are perfect, 45 degrees, very little wind, and there is no moon. As you sit in the dark, your eyes get heavy. With your eyes closed, the whippoorwills keep you awake. And just before the sun rises, the familiar song of the cardinal catches your attention because you know it won't be long until the game begins. You've decided this morning to be quiet. Just let him gobble on the roost. Just after daybreak, he does just that. You know it's him because his gobble is way too familiar. It's all you can do not to call back. You hear him fly down, and then you hear the hen start to call. You make one soft call and get the gun ready. First you see a hen, then all you see is a swinging beard. He comes into view, and you fold him up. This morning, you guessed right. What a cool feeling. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel because at Hunt Life, they know it's all about the outdoors experience. Visit them at HuntLife.com. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at MossyOak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern just got better. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. You know, we were talking about uh, soft mass trees. Yes. You know, Kirk, Kirk handed me a, a newspaper here with an, an article out of Stockholm, Sweden. Eh? <laughs> this, is funny. this is funny. Have this you is ever, great. Chris. It, does Kirk say A to, to every language that uh, there is? Apparently, every country outside of America <laughs> yeah. is Canada. <laughs> uh, okay, here, sorry. Here, here's the story. In Sweden, a seemingly intoxicated moose has been discovered entangled in an apple tree by a stunned Swede. Per Johansson, mm-hmm. right, good proper name, right? Uh, yeah. Piers. Piers yeah. Johansson. Here we go. Yagorskil. <laughs> Look, Edith. There's a moose in the backyard and acting awfully strange. <laughs> he said he heard a roar from his vacationing neighbor's garden and found a female <laughs> moose kicking about in the tree. Never knew they lived in Minnesota. <laughs> the animal was likely drunk from eating fermented apples. 
Uh-uh. With the help of police and rescue services, Johansson later managed to set the moose free in part by sawing off tree branches. But the animal appeared confused and wandered into Johansson's garden where she was still resting Thursday. She drunk. That's a bad hangy there, boy. <laughs> got a bad hangover, man. Other neighbors in the uh, Goatborg suburb, Cerro, suburb of Cerro, had seen the animal sneaking around for days. Johansson said the moose appeared to be sick, drunk, or half stupid. Ugh, this I... rack is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw. Got a headache. Uh, go ahead, Big Bill. I, I saw that article online uh, yesterday, uh, and on the online article, it said that uh, uh, the next day the moose came back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, it's an like, alcoholic moose. Uh, yeah. Alcoholic moose. All right, that so, is hilarious. So, so uh, make sure that uh, you tune in next week because we're definitely doing a little outdoor show research this weekend on bow hunting. Well, I'm gonna go Monday yeah. and Tuesday morning. Yeah. After and I get Jeff, back from the wedding. You? Yeah, I'll probably end up swinging it for for a couple of days coming up. You know, it's it's that time, as long as it gets, stays cool. Yeah, I tell you what, down here in the southeast, folks, we had, what, Kevin, three days? Yeah, I could have worn a long sleeve shirt. 63 yesterday. degrees. I was yeah. like, oh, this yeah. is just money, you know? Yeah. Where was, where was your mind when you were fishing yesterday, just, just out of curiosity? I was not thinking about fishing. <laughs> I know. It's that time I, of year. Yeah. I called Scott Reynolds on one of the party boats, and I said, can it's, you feel it? And he goes, yeah, It's the time of the it. year to live the hunt life. Yes, it is. And also... To listen to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show every Saturday, right here with us, me, Jeff Logman, Kevin Favor, Kirk Waltz, and of course our two compadres, Big Bill and Chris. And we'll talk to everybody next week, same time, same place, and visit us during the week at HuntLife.com. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.